Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris of Dallas Souls on social media, and today is Sober 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style. Now grab a cup and get ready to be inspired with us. Soul Organized Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome back to this So Over 50 episode on Soul Organised Style podcast. So Over 50 intersects with all communities. We've got Wendy Ward back today because we're exploring men who sew or sewing for men. And Wendy has put out a book called Sewing Basics for Everybody. Wendy, it's really great that you've been able to come back to Soul Organised Style podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me back again, Maria. So I think a lot of the inspiration for Sewing Basics for Everybody, my book that you mentioned that includes basically unisex projects, I think a lot of that inspiration came from my classes, really, to be honest. So I would often have female students who were wanting to make clothes for male partners. I also had men come into classes They were quite rare, I have to say. (laughs) But the ones that did come to class really struggled to find nice patterns for clothes to make. At that time, there really weren't that many at all. And then we've also got a big group of people who don't want to identify as one thing or another. That's what I think is one of the really great things about the sewing community, that it does have this innate ability to be really inclusive and welcome everyone because you're the one doing the work, making the objects. So you can make it to suit your body, your style, whatever image you want to portray to the world. I think it's a really empowering thing, really. And the more I thought about it, the more I kind of felt really strongly about that, that It is just this lovely, empowering thing that if your body doesn't conform to, you know, these weird sizing systems that exist in the fashion industry, sewing gives you the ability to make something that fits your body properly. If you went out shopping on the high street and, I mean, let's face it, we go out shopping and it's just a sea of similar stuff everywhere you go that just changes by season but it's not really like there's a I don't feel like there's massive choice there there's an overall trend everywhere makes the same stuff you can choose a slightly different version of it if you're infuriated by that sewing gives you that ability to make something that is more reflective of your personality and your style definitely sewing for men and men sewing was part of it but a part of it not the whole inspiration behind it. Stepping into the role of someone who sewed for themselves and now they're going to sew for someone who's either identifies as being male or not what skills should they have? Um, I don't think any different really to any other kind of dressmaking. I mean, it's always a bit of a challenge making stuff for other people, isn't it? Because I'm sure most people who make clothes would admit that I'd just rather be making stuff for me. (laughs) So, yeah, I think the only skill is a bit of selflessness. 
one of the things that I was struck by when it came to sewing shirts was I'd only ever sewn for myself. And when I actually realized that men's shirts have darts, that blew my mind. But that happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some do. Yeah, but obviously a different shape door in a different place. Yeah, and it's interesting you should mention shirts because I do love making shirts. And I did really enjoy making the shirt samples for that book. I just think if you've done a bit of sewing and you've got a few skills under your belt and you think, hmm, I'm ready for a bit more of a challenge, something that's going to kind of push me a bit, get me some more skills. I think shirts are such a brilliant project to embark on because I just think a shirt is a real, it's like sewing meditation because it's an exercise in accuracy and neatness. And I know a lot of people that sew, especially at the start, maybe that can be a challenge and I totally get that. But I think to try and make a shirt where you're skimping on the accuracy and the neatness, it's going to be an awful project to do. I think if you're embarking on a shirt, you've just got to think, right, I'm just going to immerse myself in this. I'm not going to rush it. It'll be done when it's done and I'm going to really enjoy it and I'm going to enjoy this process and I'm going to really enjoy learning loads from it and slowing down and making a really good job of it. Because if you're not neat and accurate in shirts... They just don't go together, especially cuffs, plackets, collars. Yeah, yeah. If you're rushing it, it's an exercise in how to drive yourself a bit bonkers, I think. <laughs> True. I love a good collar. When I make a shirt, I love two-piece collars and I'll do that first and I'll sit it on the dressmaker dummy yep. for at least two days. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah, and admire it. They're a very nice thing to make. Yeah, I agree. And okay, so the process to start off, you need fairly similar skills, like there's not much difference. Take it slow so that you learn from the process and become more confident. Now, the fabric, finding fabrics for men, is Mm -hmm. that a difficult thing to do? Well, I think if you're making a shirt in particular, well, a really good quality linen or a really nice quality cotton poplin are going to be the nicest fabrics to work with because they're nice and crisp. They do what you tell them to do. They hold a crease. Yeah, and they're just going to be a joy to work with, really. I think the other thing you've perhaps got with things like shirts is do you venture into things like stripes? Or prints. <laughs> prints, yeah. I think... If you've made a few shirts and you're enjoying that process, give yourself a next level challenge by doing one in stripes. Because again, you know, it's stripe matching. Yeah, fine. But also you can be quite creative with stripes in a shirt as well. You can cut your stripes on the bias. You can have your stripe on your yoke and your plackets going in different directions. You can play around with it a bit rather than just thinking, oh, it's all got to match perfectly. Yeah, you can play around using the bias and cross-cut. And Is there a general rule that you buy buttons that have no shank, so that they're flat buttons? I suppose that's what you tend to see most on shirts. But even then, I would always make a thread shank on a flat button 
just so that it sits nicely in your buttonhole and doesn't strain or squash your fabric when it's fastened. It just kind of looks like it's just floating on your buttonhole. The designs that you've got in Sewing Basics for Everybody, what are they like? They're designed to be a small capsule collection of basic items. So we've got a t-shirt, a shirt, a coat, trousers and a jumpsuit, boiler suit. Mm -hmm. So we've got a basic version of all of those garments. And then like with all the other books that I've done, ways to adapt and modify and change it to either increase your skills and or change it to suit your own personal style. I've always tried to do that with all my books, give readers a few ways that they can adapt that basic style to kind of make it their own. We're doing this series on sewing for men, but when it comes to people who don't identify as male or female, are there styles that we should be looking at for them or does it just depend on the person? Yeah, I think it just all depends on the person, doesn't it? Yep. I've had men in my classes and followers on social media that have made garments from my books prior to Sewing Basics for Everybody and make them to fit their body and style and they've looked great. So hopefully this book makes that a bit easier and more accessible for people that want to do that. Well, that's a great way to finish up on this one. Good. That's okay. Thanks for walking us through what you went through to put together Sewing Basics for Everybody. It's not just saying for women, but it's for saying for all people. Thank you, Maria. It's been really nice to talk to you about it. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks again, Wendy. And have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast for So Over 50 was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Wendy Ward, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Please give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to our podcasts. And why not support us on our Patreon page? If this is the first podcast you've listened to for So Over 50, make sure you go back and listen to the archive. It's a free archive and catch up on the series about men who sew. Post any questions or suggestions you have on our Instagram account at Sew Organised Style or on our website at www.seworganisedstyle.com. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>